Hello and welcome to the weekly VM Campos Comic Book Club. I'm your host, VM Campos. This is the podcast where I review a comic new or old from my collection and rate it on the factors of the cover art, interior art, plot, and enjoyability of the book on a scale of 1 to 5. And then I tell you to get it or shred it. This week I'm reading VR Vixen number 0, published in 1997 by London Night Studios. For the video version of the podcast, head on over to youtube.com slash and consider supporting the podcast at patreon.com slash vmcampos. Now let's check out the book. All right, a little bit of uh, behind-the-scenes info, first of all. Uh, well, this is a uh, classic 1997 comic book published by London Night Studios, who was celebrating their fifth-year anniversary at this point. And this is an issue number zero sort of preview to this character, VR Vixen, who I'm sure had some staying power, right? Here we are at the beginning of 2024, and everyone's talking about the latest VR Vixen streaming series, right? Everyone is slabbing their 9.8 VR Vixen's number zero photo covers, right? <laughs> well, uh, not to be too glib, but yeah, this is a one-and-done character published way back in the 90s. Um, right at the bad girls craze of the 90s, London Night Studios having their own Razor and other such characters. Why not add another one to the pile? VR Vixen. And why not tap into these newfangled computers? These things that uh, can do such things as connect to another dimension and pull in a badass warrior to battle the bad guys in our dimension. Yeah. So this is an interesting book overall because it's a pseudo-independent book. London Night Studios, they're more well known for that character Razor. And uh, yeah, black and white, independent, creator-owned type of a book. Lost to the mists of times of the 90s. What's funny is this, this kind of book, the printing of this, uh, especially with the black ink, can really rub off on your fingers if you hold onto the page way too long. It's just this classic 90s independent book that is definitely targeting a demographic of comic book fans. And you can tell that various characters were, you know, created to maybe um, catch lightning in a bottle because this bad girl's craze will never end. So let's add one that is from the virtual reality world. It can't fail. This book is the variant cover, the photo variant cover featuring Julie Smith, who is credited as cover model and fabulous babe on the Indisha page. And you know that if you, uh, you know me, that if you follow my channel, that I always, what do I always say? Always get the cosplay covers. So here is a cosplay cover of this independent character from the 90s with a pretty accurate representation of the character's costume, what little there is of it right here on the cover as a photo cover. So it's it's a fun cover in terms of, well, we've got the model dressed up in this fantastical outfit and they're on a real location and sexy pose and everything. And it's always cool to see a live version of a comic character. And I love seeing photo covers from a more bygone time where nowadays they're way more common, especially over there in Dynamite. Uh, here, London Night Studios is doing their uh, photo covers as well. You see them in some of the more indie publishers. So for the cosplay aspect of it all, which, you know, I'm a fan of, I'll give this a 5 out of 5 on the cover. 
for the, do I actually want this in my collection and then have to explain it to people factor? I'll give it a two and a half out of five. Interior art is in glorious black and white on relatively bright white paper, but this is also the kind of paper that the black ink is just going to easily rub off on your fingers if you hold on to it too long. Credits here include that the pencils are by Jude Millen and the inks by Rick Ketchum. Letters by Dave Vance. Well, this is also kind of fun to note right here. Uh, we have a credit, Cover Colors and Computer Tricks by Jackhammer. So interior art. Well, it's 90s independent art. It's not amazing. It's serviceable. It's better than I can do. It features a variety of panel layouts driving the story forward. It's not boring looking. It's done pretty well. It's a pretty serviceable book. Line weights and such are interesting. There isn't really any deadline. There's a variety of brush strokes and the like. It's not the kind of black and white that can get extremely cluttered. You know, that style where they cannot separate various subjects easily. This is good. The, the, the penciler and the inker do a good job of black and white. Here you've got this warrior against a black background, but then there's a spotlight of white and the character stands out well. There's a fun flourish of the speech balloon over that panel and the previous panel. Switching over to another small panel, but a lot of action. Good word balloons and the like, speed lines. Yeah, it's it's serviceable. It's, you know, they got their ruler out and did the perspective grid, and that computer looks like a computer from the 90s. And VR Vixen herself, well, it's uh, definitely Bad Girls style. So yeah, the art is serviceable. I'll give it a four out of five. It's creative. There's various panel layouts. Got some kind of cool hair on the main character. The design of the character is pretty consistent throughout. There's some flourishes in the panels. Here's an open panel compared to the closed panels. Flourish of a background. Be, be careful on that, however, when you've got a simple background with no toning and then the main characters that are also with no toning, they can you can have some weird tangents. When you have just a little bit of flourishes like those hatching lines there, Within the character on top and the word balloon, that looks good. There's a good sequence here. Can I come in? No. Close the door on him, please. So it's pretty good. It's, it's good overall layouts and anatomy and expressions. <laughs> that one's hilarious. Not suggestive at all. Well, we don't need suggestion when we got obviousness. So yeah, as we browse the various pages here, it does the job. It uh, is visually interesting enough. It's got cartooniness, it's got realism, it's got action, it's got creativity. Here's a full-page splash in the middle, sequence of action. Yeah, interior art is a 4 out of 5. All right, plot. Well, we've got here marked uh, or noted as script Kevin Hill, based on characters created by Alden Mruvka. And actually, at the very beginning here on the cover, we have Alden Mruvka's VR Vixen, so... I don't know if I know any other Mruvka joints out there, but they created this character and the situations, and then we have Kevin Hill doing the script. So what's the plot about? Well, it's the 90s, and Barry is into comic books, that freaking nerd. And so he picks up his uh, usual stash of comics and also picks up one of those behind-the-counter issues of Pent Babe Comics. The setup is fine. We see the main character, Barry. He's into comics and such. He's also into computers, I guess. He's browsing that latest issue of Pent Babe. And hey, wait a minute, there's a brand new CD-ROM, a VR Vixen. So he uh, is going to buy that CD-ROM mail order. 
The other character, Oldman, is the letter carrier who's vaguely friends with with Barry, although it doesn't really seem like they get along that well, so maybe it's a one-way friendship. So he buys the uh, CD-ROM interactive adventure of VR Vixen. Oldman is annoying. He wants to play it too, but uh, they're not the best of friends, but he'll be back. So this is so meta. It's the character playing a CD-ROM game, and we may or may not have that CD-ROM character come to life. No spoilers. But here we have such amazing pros in this game. Amongst the eternal realms of Maribidia, there rises a new queen, Alquia the Wicked. All must bend to her fascist rule or face the lash of the whip. With the steel of the executioner's blade, there is seemingly no end to the forces of destruction arranged by her side. And so amazing graphics really catch Barry's attention here and such amazing interactivity as click to continue. Go back or click OK to go to level one. These must be some of the most amazing graphics ever. Such a tremendous polygon count in this shot. And VR Vixen is ready to start level one. Amazing splash page there showing her full glory. We can uh, compare that outfit with this outfit. Yep. Exactly spot on. So he's playing the various levels. He's reached all the way up to level five after a long night of gaming. There's a storm rolling in. I'm sure that doesn't matter. So then uh, Old Man shows up and he wants to hang out. He's coming with his hot dog and big gulp and a puppy dog expression that melts Barry's heart. Well, not really. He lets him in and he can watch him play. Like, I really don't get a sense of why are these guys friends? Barry obviously hates Old Man and Old Man wants to hang out with Barry. I don't know. Is it he loves that hair or other things? I don't know. So playing the next level of VR Vixen, amazing tactics in that game, and then it causes Barry to uh, drop his lunch. Now at that exact same time, lightning strikes Barry's computer. And what does that do? It brings VR Vixen to our dimension. And she knows that she must continue the bat to battle the forces of the evil queen. She needs Barry's power. <laughs> And the bonding is complete, and she's ready to start to fight the evil forces. Where are those evil forces? They materialize inside of a local taxi cab. That's a hilarious panel there. There's action, there's adventure, there's battling. Uh, will VR Vixen beat those bad guys? Yep, after a little bit of acrobatics, and her weapon finds its target true. She defeats everyone, no problem. Very abruptly, the story ends. Literally, because then after that, it's house ads. It ends with that battle, and she's got to go back to her dimension, I guess, and invites Barry that, yeah, you can, uh, you know, I'll be back or something. And one final dig at Old Men. There's not even a the end or to be continued. This is, after all, issue number zero. And there was never a future issue, so this is all you get. So, uh, reviewing the plot here, I'll give this a one out of five. This plot is hilariously bad and campy. There's no background of these characters, except he's a comic book nerd and he's a mailman, I guess, and why are they even friends? It's about playing a sexy interactive video game and the video game comes to life. The end. So yeah, the plot is a one out of five. Enjoyability. Well, I guess there's two reasons why you might enjoy this book, and it's not the art or the story. Yeah, this is just some classic bad 90s independent TNA comics. The art, as I've said, it's fine. The art is serviceable. The art is interesting. The plot is horrible. And I'm a sucker for cosplay covers, so uh, I guess the enjoyability of this is uh, a, a 3 out of 5, I guess? <laughs> Tell me in the comments what you would really rank this as enjoyable. 
Now, what is kind of fun is to is to look at the various house ads um, uh, to really see the target audience of, of this publisher because we have all of these various photo covers, sexy covers, limited edition covers, and just this manufactured scarcity of there's only 300 of these, so get your own copy. Now, this is interesting right here. If you look carefully here, here's a variant cover. Ladies of London Night Special. This book is just uh, photos of the characters with uh, real-life models. But wait a minute. Features hot photo spreads of Carmen Electra, Julie Smith, Heather Elizabeth Parkhurst, and more. Uh, Carmen Electra was modeling this independent, sexy comic book? That's interesting. That's something enjoyable about this uh, book. That's something that... Uh, is to give them kudos that you got THE Carmen Electra. Now, actually, how big was Carmen Electra in 1997? Was she a struggling actress at that point where she was modeling for the covers of uh, independent comic books in weird cosplay? Maybe. I don't know what the timeline is. And then, like I said, I'm already getting some of this ink on my fingers. Yeah, don't touch this very long or it's going to rub off. The ink on your fingers. So that's kind of interesting there. And, uh, yeah, uh, Razor is the most famous character from this publisher, London Knight, and there was Dark Razor with very creative spelling. So the enjoyability of this, uh, three out of five. Should you get it or shred it? Definitely shred this trash. After all, you're going to have to explain to people why this is in your collection if you keep it. Might as well just shred it and move on. And that was VR Vixen number zero, published in 1997 by London Knight Studios. What did you think about this book? Was it a great way to start the new year of 2024? Are you bummed out that there was no future issues of this uh, tremendous book? Have you previously read this or any other London Night books? Maybe Razor, perhaps, their most famous series? Tell me about it in the comments. And I hope you consider pledging to the show at patreon.com slash vmcampos. For $3.33 a month, you can help out the show. You can keep it going, you can keep it funded, you can be a part of it patreon.com slash vmcampos. If you can't quite pledge at the moment, no worries. Simply like, comment, share, subscribe, do all that good stuff. I would really appreciate it. And give me your thoughts on this week's book. So once again, this week I read VR Vixen number zero, published by London Knight in 1997. This has been the weekly VM Campus Comic Book Club, and I'll see you next week.